0: What radio, the music you want. With your host, Keys Dan. Will they get low to me? RadioWhat.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com coming at you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's a companion podcast to the RadioWhat.com online radio station that I have. And the reason that I created this podcast is to find out more about you. Yes, you, the listener. <laughs> the, everybody has a story. Everybody has somewhere that they came from, and I want to know about you. I want to pick your brain, drill you for knowledge. If you would like to be a part of the program, tell your story. Give me a call at 501-470-6386, or just shoot me an email, info at radio what.com. What makes you famous? today on the program i have nathan mobley now nathan mobley he calls himself joker on his facebook page he is a cosplayer amongst other things and for those of you that don't know i am a bit of a cosplay fan uh i like it so much that you know i i go to these comic cons and i get the privilege a lot of times to dj at the comic cons and I'd like to be able to cosplay and I've done dabbled a little bit into it, mostly making my own thing. And I'm not even sure if that's cosplay. Maybe I'll ask Nathan Mobley about that and find out a little bit more about what if you create your own characters? Like the last one that I did was at the Cosprom prom, uh, winter ball, uh, which just happened recently. And I've just lit up my suspenders and I lit up my bow tie and I wore some goggles that had lights on them. So is that cosplay, or is that just yeah me being all flashy? I mean, I mean, one of my ideas is I, I definitely want to do a robot of some kind. I want to light up a whole suit. And why? I don't know. Uh, I'm old, and I enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Anyway, let me uh, give a call to Nathan Mobley and find out more about cosplay. Calling Nathan Mobley. Hey,
1: what's up? (laughs)
0: <laughs> is this the legendary nathan mobley
1: you're talking with him
0: it's keys dan what makes you famous you ready to do a podcast my man let's go <laughs> you know I've, I've gotten the thing i know about you is i've gotten to see you around town doing your cosplay and i'm a cosplay i guess a uh, fan a fan of people that do cosplay and i was kind of wondering about your cosplay. I know on Facebook they call you Joker. You call yourself Joker. Because that's the cosplay that you do the most. But uh, I, I don't know. I was kind of interested in that. And hopefully that, that's part of the story that you want to tell. What What is it that you wanted to get into?
1: Man, there's so much going on right now. Like, uh, just got done with ACA. Um, I get back from ACA and it's WrestleMania. So I'm still on that high from WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, like aside from cosplay like wrestling is like my second big fandom. Actually I think before cosplay I put wrestling over.
0: Well shoot, what do you want to talk about first then? What do you like about <laughs> wrestling? I haven't been into wrestling since Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and Dusty Rhodes.
1: <laughs> um oh man, it's like that's 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 old school. That's from that's some AWA and WWF stuff
0: and oh my gosh that's old school. Well um, I, I'm a one time announcer down in South Florida I got to be in the ring for the IWZ which is called the Independent Wrestling Zone and their biggest uh, wrestler was uh, Bruce Santiago and his big thing is he wore these purple Speedos and let's see there was another one. Oh, there was one called the Iron Sheik but not that Iron Sheik when the Iron Sheik passed away uh, this gentleman who was in the independent wrestling zone asked the family of the Iron Cheek if he can go by that name, the Iron Cheek, and he carried a little spike. Well, one of the things that they did to me when I was in the ring and I was doing the announcing is the Iron Cheek came and jumped into the ring and hit me in the back with a chair. So I, I had to go, oh, and I ran out of the ring and then they did their match. <laughs> that's always fun though it is so what did you have to do with the with the wrestling uh was it sunday uh yeah so what was it
1: uh this is wrestlemania like wwe's like super huge event um oh my gosh there's so much i could talk about wrestlemania well like, go right in into in it general. um Okay, so first off was uh, Seth Rollins versus um, Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar has been holding the uni- Universal title hostage for several years now. And um, everybody who has been deserving of it has had their shot, but dude just dem- just devastates and devastates and devastates. And like nobody could touch him. And so Seth Rollins comes in, and he challenges him and has got got the absolute crud kicked out of him, but still pushed through and got the win.
0: And he, yeah, he like, defeated Brock Lesnar. You said
1: yes, and Brock's on his way back to the UFC, so I figured this was going to happen anyway. But it was just it was good to finally see that that the universal title is back in the hands of somebody who's going to defend it for you know, more than three times a year.
0: Was that the first so, match in WrestleMania this year?
1: That was the opening match. Usually it's a main event, but the main event, I'll get to that in a second because <laughs> that's a long one.
0: Sure. This is WrestleMania. we are got to be in our 30s by now.
1: What 35, number? man. 35? 35, yes. Took place in Brooklyn, or not Brooklyn, New York. That's where Raw's taking place. Right. Uh, no, it took place in uh, the bar. Uh, Jersey,
0: Jersey, Jersey. Okay, all right. Oh yeah. What other highlights do you remember about WrestleMania? Like just happened this Sunday, this past Sunday.
1: Freaking, it was last night. That's that's how I remember everything. Shoot, um, freaking so like Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan was the next big title match, and uh, Daniel Bryan won the. He won the title. Um. He won the title, like, at WrestleMania 30 before they unified it. And his story behind that, the background story behind that, is he was just the it was the underdog story. Okay. And then this time around, you know, he was kind of a jerk about it, you know, teasing a guy who's been in the business for 11 years and has never had a legitimate opportunity. And Daniel Bryan calls him a B-plus player and all this kind of t- stuff and talks all this bad smack well Kofi has had to go through absolute pandemonium just to even have a Wrestlemania shot and he proved it last night that he has what it takes he won the title and it was the most emotional, storytelling, brutal match I've seen in a minute and and like just the ending, the the, the emotion the crying, uh, his fellow uh, teammates in the New Day coming out with brand new shirts his kids coming out it was just, it was powerful
0: now, Kofi Kingston, he's the one from Africa?
1: Uh, the storyline is he's from uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. I I'm, almost it, certain, I'm almost certain he's not from Jamaica, though, because he's long since dro- dropped the accent. <laughs> okay, I,
0: yeah. I, I think he's from Africa. I'm going to try to look this up. Oh, yeah. he's uh says from Ghana. He's 37 years old, and he's from Kumasi, Ghana. And he's the uh, first... Uh, Oh, the first African born WWE champion in history! Fantastic! Yeah. All
1: right That's, that that is why that is so freaking important because this is this is the the fact is is, is and not a lot of people have the guts to talk about it. But you know, wrestling in general has had a long history of uh, putting. People of color on the back burner as far as big titles and stuff like that go, and even when they do give them the titles, they have to work their butts off. And WWE is no exception. I love the company to pieces, but the only person who has held the WWE title uh, before Kofi Kingston was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah.
0: Um, well, would you expect that so they're playing to their base though? It's mostly Southern white folks that like this the the WWE. Not anymore. Okay. Not
1: anymore. All right. With I'm
0: getting WWE, schooled here.
1: With WWE being the most worldwide, gigantic platform in wrestling, mm-hmm. um, in mainstream wrestling, aside from the independents, um, they have everybody watching them now. Everybody from all over the world. They've got commentary uh, in er- almost every major language, from Japanese to Russian to um Hispanic, uh, just well, their demographic is way is a lot bigger than your 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 old school wrestling fan demographic. Because when you think of a when you think of a wrestling fan, you still think of that old time demographic. You got the dude with the beer gut, who's Macho Man, you know, and just all this. Um, but it's no longer like that. We've got kids, we've got women, you've got just every. Everyone is tuning in because now there's representation everywhere. Just recently, uh, last year at WrestleMania, they had, uh, Finn Balor, uh, come out with an entrance of a huge group of the LGBTQ community, uh, because Balor has been going on this whole spiel that Balor club is for everyone. And, uh, came out with, uh, just, uh, this this group of LGBTQ people. His logo was uh, done up rainbow It was it was amazing. And this year this year was momentous. It was a history re- making WrestleMania because the first time ever in the history of the company at WrestleMania the main event was a women's match.
0: Oh, I and heard was, about that. I did hear and, about that.
1: And it was a triple threat. You had. You have Charlotte Flair, who is the the the, the heir to the to Ric Flair's throne, right? You have you have Ronda Rousey, the baddest woman on the planet, right? You know, a, U, a UFC a UFC namesake uh, for the longest time, who carried that company on her shoulders, just about like Conor McGregor. And then you've got Becky Lynch, a nobody who has called her way tooth and nail and become probably one of the biggest names in WWE right now over most of the even male uh, superstars.
0: Yeah, they came across my Twitter feed this morning, and I I took a look at it, and I was very uh, surprised to see that. And you're talking about uh, people uh, of different ethnicities, and I remember, yes, doing the uh, independent wrestling zone down in South Florida. Tito Puente Jr. was part of it. In fact, he was part of a wrestling team, and this is a guy who's yeah Tito Puente's son, the the, uh, the famous drummer, Mambo King, and he's taken over the the Mambo part. And he decided, well, you know what? I'm going to become a part of this wrestling. So people of all walks are jumping into wrestling. Like Ronda Rousey, she was MMA fighter, and now she's mm-hmm. really big time in the uh, in the wrestling. Who 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 won that match? Uh, between the two of them between uh, Char- uh, sh- uh Ronda Rousey Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch
1: it was becky lynch and they becky it was lynch. a winner take it was a winner take all match she has uh she has freaking ronda's title and she has charlotte's title she carries them both now she is the first ever women's double champion
0: she's unified uh, the the belt uh, it like like in boxing is what they Call that unifying the belt? Do they have the same kind of uh, nomenclature in in wrestling?
1: Well, they do unify. They have had a history in unifying titles. Uh, WWE unified their WWE championship and the World Heavyweight title to create it to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Um, I don't know yet if they're planning on unifying the women's titles. I don't think so, uh, given the fact that. Uh, WWE is still uh technically doing the brand split um
0: oh my goodness I just went to the Twitter and I'm catching this gif that's going along where uh Charlotte Flair was holding rock Ronda Rousey upside down outside the the ring and Becky Lynch came in and drop kicked her
1: oh yeah it was it was a great Brutal. match it was it was, it was like by the time WrestleMania was over with, I can tell you for one, I had no energy in my body yeah. because there was so how
0: many people so were in much, your party there?
1: Oh man. Um, there was about six or seven of us.
0: A lot of energy.
1: A lot of energy. Everybody who we wanted to win won. Um, like every match was really good. But the three main matches were just was uh, Rollins versus Lesnar, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan, and, and Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Ronda just going all out. And for the first time ever women's main event, those three women put out all the stops. It, it was just nonstop action. It was really good. And even the finish was good enough to... Uh, it, it It was controversial in a way because a lot of people were arguing that Rhonda didn't have her shoulders down. Other people are saying she did have her shoulders down. This could this could be I mean, in the wrestling industry this could be worked with in such a uh, magnificent way. No, Ronda's not For the eat. listeners,
0: what what's the shoulders down mean?
1: Uh, it just means pen, when both shoulders are down, that's 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 a clean pen. Okay, well, continue. <laughs> clean is a matter of perspective, I imagine, but uh <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a good pin. I thought it was a good clean pin. It was a good finish. Um, Rhonda's going to probably be taking a little bit of time off because uh, it looks like she broke her hand during uh, during the match.
0: I could see that just with this little thing where she's getting knocked out of the ring and landing on her shoulder, head. It was, oh, it looks brutal.
1: A lot of, I mean, that, that, that's the thing, you know, like the, the biggest, the biggest thing is all wrestling fake. All wrestling's fake. And I can tell you as somebody who's actually been in the ring and done it a little bit, sure. um, I was training for a little bit and I can tell you right now, it's not as easy as people say it is. And you know, you call it fake. I will tell you right now, you go ahead, find one of the, the indie promotions. We've got, uh, two, three, four of them in Arkansas. And, um, go to a training session. They'll educate you and, uh, it, it's, you're going to hurt.
0: Yeah. Fake <laughs> is a general term. You still have to be very athletic, whether you know each other or not. And your, your buddies outside the ring, what have you. You, you, you know, or if it's scripted at all, you still have to be some kind of an athlete to go jumping, you know, in and out of the ring. Like, like they do. That's crazy.
1: I'm a martial artist. I, he's, I I I study I study karate. I've been in taekwondo for about 20 years. Um I'm starting to try to learn Brazilian Yeah, pop keto too. with the
0: with your taekwondo.
1: I uh, I I you know if I whenever I was doing wrestling, I had to uh, really unlearn a lot of what was drilled into my head through constant practice, constant instruction, stuff like that. So, um, for me, I had to put the Taekwondo on the back burner a little bit and learn how to actually operate inside of the ring. That way I could do it safely without hurting myself or somebody else. Uh At the end of the day, you're when, when you two are in the ring, whether you're going against somebody in a crowd of two people or a crowd of 2,000 people, you know, you and that person, you have each other's lives in each other's hands. And one mess up, one mistake can cost somebody their life, cost somebody their career. And for a lot of people, you know, especially in the indie scene, you know, unless you're in like one of the bigger indie promotions, you're not making, you know, a whole bunch of money. You could make maybe seventy dollars and free confessions at that show and then you're back in the car going to another state. I've got friends who did that for the longest time. And I've got friends that are still doing it. Matt, shout out to LFW Wrestling.
0: <laughs> LFW Wrestling? What's the what does that stand for?
1: Uh, Living Faith Wrestling. Um
0: kind of a Christian they're, based they're,
1: Yes sir. Okay. And they're really good guys. Like they are really good guys. They should be hosting a show soon, if I'm not uh, mistaken.
0: Well, I would. Uh, that's great, and they're located in the Little Rock area. Or where are they based out of?
1: Uh, at first, they were based out of Benton. Um, I don't know currently where they are doing. The, I know they're doing shows like um, in different areas in Arkansas. Uh, they do kind of still stay around the Benton area for the most part. Their next show should be Mania Mayhem, I think. Okay. Uh, that's usually after their. Uh, let's see. They've got another show coming the 14th. Uh, it's going to be Uprising, and it's going to be in Bryant. Cool. Oh, cool. Carter Matthews is on the card. What? <laughs> is that a good guy? that's one of my best friends man like me and him trained together and and he's making such a good name for himself now and like he's just uh he's so good and he's so nice and humble
0: okay now how far did you go in this training did you actually do matches you say
1: uh no no i okay. i was doing ba- i was doing basics any matches if you want to call them that uh, they were just practice matches i never sure. got to get in Never got to get in front of the crowd, but that's no, that's no. all right. One, one of these days, I'm coming back, and then I'll, I'll I'll make it. Even if it's for one match, man. Now, would you call
0: that sparring? I guess.
1: Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, other, you know, you can call it sparring. Other people call it rolling around. Uh, you can call it an exhibition match. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. It's just it's it, you know it's practicing, making sure that you're you're learning what you're supposed to be learning and. Uh, of course, you know, it's usually, it's always going to be with your trainer and he's going to, you know, guide you through it and tell you, Hey, you're doing this, uh, you need to pick up the pace in this, you need to step up this. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's basically almost the same thing as, as learning a, a, a martial art or something like that. You know, you listen to your teacher. Uh, and of course, you know, you have testing cycles and all that kind of stuff where, you know, you get, you can rank up or something like that. It would be the same way, uh, minus the, the ranking up and all that kind of stuff. You know, just, just making sure you're knowing what you, or learning what you are doing.
0: That's fantastic. I mean, you, you say you had martial arts. I ran through the gambit of martial arts. Uh, you could say I have a yellow belt in many, many different styles. I started with, in Goju, and I did the Taekwondo with the, with the hapkido, which is kind of a, a grappling, por- mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of paired together. I, I I know how to count to ten. Hana, Dul, set, net, yasit, dasit, ilgap, yadul, and that's pretty much all I learned. <laughs> and, and I learned, you know, one kata, and the, the, I got I got the yellow belt there, and I got a yellow belt in goju, and a, a yellow uh, not, well, not even a yellow belt in aikido because I was learning that from a a policeman down in the Florida Keys. Uh, who spent time in the Philippines, so oh cali Filipino cali was what he was teaching with the sticks stick fighting, so <laughs> i I didn't go far in a lot of these martial arts how, how far did you get in your in your martial arts studies
1: uh in Taekwondo, I'm the second degree black belt. would you stop uh, uh, yeah,
0: oh my goodness, and you're still doing that now?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. had to take a little bit of a break after my car wreck, but I'm back and I'm, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning more. And more importantly, I'm, I'm trying to, 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 um, to, to learn to slow down. Hold the the phone. You
0: had a car wreck. Uh, What happened? When was (laughs) this?
1: Uh, This was over a year ago, man. That was the best way to put my life on hold and, freaking teach me to breathe for a second i was on my way to work and yeah going to going to make a turn i guess i i was on autopilot or because i really don't remember much of what happened the only thing i know is i got hit
0: oh my well i'm glad you're it seems like you're recovered
1: Uh, i'm i got cleared uh, about three or four weeks ago Right. Um, doctor, doctor gave me the clear. He said, you're, 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 you're healed up. You're as going as to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm as good as it's healed up as good as it's ever going to be. It's not perfect. It's not the way it was.
0: What parts, perfect? It, what parts not perfect? My femur femur. Okay. That's the leg bone or thigh bone.
1: That's, that's the, the one of the strongest bones in your body.
0: Yeah. I have a pin in, uh, in my femur from a motorcycle wreck. So, I know it's, that part very well.
1: Long grueling recovery and even now I still have to I still got to watch myself, you know, not be too active. Um still got to allow, allow my leg to continue to get stronger just cuz I got the clear doesn't mean I can go back to doing everything I want, but oh. it'll happen. It'll happen eventually. I hope I it didn't it stronger. didn't shorten
0: your wrestling career or your taekwondo career.
1: <laughs> uh it is not shortened both and and even you know, even like I said, even if it's one match, one match, it'll happen. I will make it happen. I have a dream, and I will even if it's one match, I'm gonna live my dream of being in a wrestling match. And if my martial arts gets put on hold as far as competition goes, that's fine. If I'm stuck teaching for the rest of my life, that's perfectly fine. There are plenty of young minds out there, plenty of people out there. That are eager to learn, and if I can help them become better than they were yesterday, then I'm all okay with that.
0: Well, that sounds like a great av- attitude, Nathan Mobley. Uh, so, uh, any more on Wrestle- WrestleMania 35? Any any more highlights? I'm.
1: Oh. <laughs> we we Man, went if through. Want, it- yes. If you want all the best highlights, you you're going to have to watch, you're going to have to watch it. There's just way too many to go through.
0: Cuz I'm we'll looking be up
1: all night.
0: Winner Seth Rollins, winner uh Brock Lesnar, uh loser's AJ Styles and Randy Orton. They
1: lost. Mm, Randy Randy Orton I think Randy Orton won that match. Yeah, Brock Lesnar did not win his match. Uh I know that for sure.
0: It says winner uh, Brock Lesnar will look to resume his free agent status as he will spend another spring being wooed by both UFC and WWE with rumors already surfacing that Lesnar could face Daniel Cormier in August. The beast will be in in a great position to enjoy a piece of either WWE or UFC's billion dollar come up. Mm. Well, maybe that's why they're calling him a winner. He. He might have lost the match, but it looks like he's going to UFC.
1: I'll tell you this right now. Brock Lesnar is a darn good businessman. I don't care for for his character. Um, I, hear, I mean, as a person, I hear he's pretty okay. But I will give him the biggest credit when I say he is a darn good businessman. He has an exclusive contract with uh, WWE that no other superstar has any ability to have he doesn't he doesn't drive to shows he doesn't fly a uh, coach he flies on a private jet from his from his hometown to the shows and as far as uh, UFC goes he had a really decent match with uh with Nate a few years ago um he had a pretty good UFC run when he uh a long time ago when he first went into that um, if he goes back into the UFC, I wish him the best luck. But against Daniel Cormier, he's going to need a strong prayer life because DC will put him to sleep.
0: <laughs> and who are the? Was it I Iconics?
1: The Iconics.
0: The Iconics. They they're the winning.
1: They won the they won the women's uh, tag team uh, titles uh, in a fatal four way.
0: A fatal four-way. And, uh, what does that mean?
1: Uh, it's normally a regular fatal four-way is going to be four uh, four wrestlers, and the rules of the fatal four-way are the champion does not have to be pinned to lose their title.
0: Ooh. Um, so, oh, so the partner they, can be pinned and they'll still lose the title.
1: Uh huh. A scrub. What? A scrub. Uh, even a scrub. Well, not even that. A scrub can be pinned. Um. If one of the Iconics had, uh, if one of the, I, I think it was one of the, I, I think they, I think they uh, pinned Beth Phoenix. She wasn't even one of the champions, and that 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 won them the match. You don't have to pin one of the champions; you can pin just some scrub or regular joke just to win. It's it was in it was a, it was actually an incredible match, and the Iconics have been. Talked down on and talked down on by by a lot of wrestling fans, uh, including some that had attended my wrestling party, and I was over. I was rooting for them. I really was. I like I like an underdog. I do. Oh, <laughs>
0: for sure, for sure. It's you, you have a good heart, man. You 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 want the underdog to win. Now I'm seeing Elias and John Cena were involved in this.
1: Uh, Elias and John Cena. Okay, so Elias had was given permission to hold a musical performance for WrestleMania. Hmm. WrestleMania, every year, they hold a musical performance, kind of like a halftime thing, you know? And uh, Elias came out, and he did a one-man band thing. Uh, and John Cena came out, and it was the best thing ever because he brought back the Doctor of Thuganomics. A character that? That we haven't seen in a long
0: Time. What is the doctor of thugonomics? How, how may I be schooled?
1: This was sure enough probably the best character John Cena has ever done. Like he, like you, you've got the 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 the, the hustle, loyalty, respect, John Cena that everybody knows and loves. But when he first came onto uh, the WWE, he was still running his uh, prototype character that he was in Ohio Valley Wrestling. And they had him switch it up a little bit, and he went from this ruthless aggression guy to word life, you know, just wearing a jersey uh, wears his uh, his cap sideways, had a huge chain with a padlock around his neck, he was spitting wraps uh, and he, he was going by he, he was going by the John Cena, the doctor of thugonomics.
0: I'm looking at and it here. Doctor of Thugonomics two thousand two to two thousand five. He's uh dressed like vanilla ice <laughs> doing it a freestyle was a rap.
1: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful three years. It was a golden age of his career. He is since then he has done so many accomplishments. He's also the leader he's the leading celebrity in Make a Wish Foundation as he has made more wishes than any single celebrity oh, that is uh, great. in Make-A-Wish. The dude is huge on Make-A-Wish. Like, and I, like, I I respect that man. But when he was doing Doctor of Thuganomics, it was only three years, but it was a glorious three years. So much entertainment. He killed it with that character.
0: It feels to me like he's a Boy Scout. Every time I see him in a movie, he's, he's playing the, the nice guy who, Oh, I'm so sorry. I beat you down.
1: <laughs> He's never the bad guy, and I yeah. I, I want to see I want to see bad guy John. I do. I think I think he can just you think? like give give him a chance, and he would he would he would really get it.
0: I think it would probably be a, a robot version of himself, where it looks like John Cena, but it's no, it's a robot. I, I couldn't like imagine Terminator John Cena. Yeah, I couldn't ma- imagine him being the bad guy as his own (laughs) persona so okay Kurt Angle uh
1: versus Barry Corbin
0: Corbin. okay yeah
1: yeah that was uh, that was actually probably one of my least favorite matches of the night it it didn't it it was it was like six minutes long and it was it was hard to watch yeah like I don't really care for Barry Corbin. He's a fantastic wrestler, but I just don't care for him. And Kurt Angle, he's he's still he's still good enough to do matches, but you can see the wear and tear and it it was it was it was really hard to watch and I was, I stand biased with it. You know, I, I loved Kurt Angle back when he was wearing a tiny little cowboy hat and following around stone cold, Steve Austin. It was, it was funny. It was comical. And then when he has some of his more serious matches in later years, they were great. They were fantastic. But him coming back, he just doesn't, he can't wrestle the same. The wear and tear is just too much. And it, I for real, I think his farewell match should have put him as the winner. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm looking it up here. Kurt Angle's highlights have been few and far between throughout his botched comeback tour. And Sunday night, his career went out with a whimper after suffering a, a clean loss to Baron Cor- Corbin.
1: Uh, that sounds like a rough article to read. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And then Batista, it's, he's in there with Triple H.
1: Yeah, but... Batista came back for one last match he uh, posted on Twitter today. Uh, actually, I think he posted it last night after the match that that was his last thing. That was the last hurrah that he wanted to do, and he's officially retiring from wrestling, which I'm so happy that he got to do that, but his movie career is going to take off with him and Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. And
0: Every other, other Marvel movies. film that Guardians gets featured in for sure.
1: Yeah, uh Dave Bautista has got a flourishing career in um in in in, in cinema. Like it's just going to be he's going to do big things.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just a little bit older than me. I was born just a uh a, a, a few days uh, two weeks after him. <laughs> I'm looking it up here. In uh, 1969, 50 years oh, old. Yeah. I'm sure he's tired of getting beat up and jumping up and down uh, on people. And getting people, getting his bones jumped up, <laughs> jumped on anyway. Uh, it's, it's probably easier to go to the gym and and uh, study your study your lines.
1: I, I, I just for me that match was it was good. It was it was classic, and it was it, it, it felt good to see. It felt good to see him back in the spotlight, um, even if it was for one last time. A little bit bittersweet about it, but all in all, I know he's going to do. Big
0: things. That's cool. But the the big winner of WrestleMania 35, Becky Lynch. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So you expect oh, to man. see more, more from her, definitely?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's double champion. She's going to have to, she's got her work cut out for her.
0: <laughs> she'll be defending both two titles, not one, but two. Well, very oh, good.
1: She'll be just fine about it. She'll <laughs> be just fine.
0: Well, that's WrestleMania 35. Uh, what happened at ACA and what is ACA?
1: ACA is Anime Con Arkansas.
0: And that um, was this past weekend as well?
1: That was this past weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: And what did you do?
1: Yeah, I showed up late on Saturday. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, people got to work, I guess.
1: <laughs> got to make that money.
0: Yep. So a- a- anything good? Any good cosplay?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's cosplay was so good. Like, I love. That's one of the things. My favorite things to do at a convention is is to see what everybody else brings to the table. Absolutely. Um, and and they came out like I saw uh, everything from My Hero Academia to Naruto. Uh, saw some video game characters that people do in Overwatch. Um, my friend Sean. I was dressed up as Kevin Owens on Sunday, uh, who's also a wrestler. Uh, Kevin Owens is a wrestler. Who he was cosplaying as? I oh, Big He wrestler.
0: was cosplaying as a wrestler.
1: Oh yeah. And this is <laughs> which Sean
0: is this? Uh,
1: this was in Little Rock over no. at the. Uh-huh. What,
0: what Sean is this? Which
1: which one? Oh, Sean Linton.
0: Oh, Sean Linton. Okay, I'm I, I think I'm familiar. Uh, I've gotten to to uh, to DJ Pride a few of those comic cons so i get to to see all the good the good uh, cosplay and I, I think that's pretty fun to watch from from my oh, yeah. perch up on the the dj booth there
1: <laughs> it, it really is like um and speaking of dj man they had a dj out there dj Ross, bringing the beats for the rave on the fr- or saturday night
0: That's I got cool there again.
1: just got there just in time
0: excellent my next one is a- uh, heroes and angels comic-con on the 29th oh, of, at the end of this month and i, and I get to do the after party on be that.
1: There. oh so and cool and I, and I will be there i'm i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to that convention so much i really am everything it, it's it's crazy this is their third year going and when brandy approached the arkansas cosplay network group page about an idea she had i don't think i don't think she knew and definitely none of us knew just how big this thing was going to go. And they're on their third year, and they've got you, DJ, and the actor party. And from what I understand, they're going to have a uh, couple of really awesome cosplay guests this year. Um, I saw that. I, I'm, I'm I'm, looking forward to it.
0: Well, we definitely have to talk about the Heroes and Angels Comic Con because they, they do a lot of good work for the kids uh, with cancer. Let's
1: talk about it. Let's talk about
0: it. I I am I get hyped up talking about them. <laughs> well, uh, that, let's look at the at the about on the page there. Heroes and Angels Comic Con is hosted by Heroes and Angels. We welcome everyone to come out and enjoy our biggest fundraiser of the year. We strive to make sure that we have activities and fun for all ages. And the, uh, the event is on the 29th. I'm sorry, the 27th of April, April 27th. And it's over at mm-hmm. Sherwood Forest. So make sure you get there and look for the event page on, on your Facebook for sure. Heroes and Angels. And then of course the Heroes and Angels Comic Con after party with yours truly. I'll be playing whatever you want. I, I know last year uh, uh, let's see, I had one well different Comic Cons have different people and I had one that they all they wanted to hear was K-pop for the rest of the night. <laughs> I said, I'm okay with that. It's got a good beat. You know, I can't understand any other words, but Definitely, it's got a good beat. Kind of fun. But, yeah, I'm, I'm all for being a part of the Heroes and Angels.
1: Oh, uh, knowing some of the so knowing some of the crowd that's going to be going to that convention, you bring the music, we'll bring the ruckus. You it's going to be a party. Yeah. It's going to be a party. We're going to have a lot of fun.
0: Any hints on what you're dressing up as?
1: Uh, you know, like, whenever we did the first Heroes and Angels con, I did uh, the Joker, and I hosted a tea party. And everybody was a little bit worried because there was a bad guy hosting a tea party, but the kids loved it. Like, And that's what this entire convention for, is those kids. And they had a blast. And then last year, I couldn't do it because I was in a wheelchair, and that character deban- demands so much energy. And when I cosplay somebody, I want to bring that character to life. Right. I, I study up on them. I watch I watch movies or videos or whatever. I, I learn about the character. I bring on their personality traits. So whenever I cosplay them, I'm not just me in a costume. I'm, I want them to see the character that they're looking at. Now, and um,
0: I'm going to ask you about Joker. Joaquin Phoenix in just a few minutes, but I, <laughs> I want to know your views on cosplay because whenever I do cosplay and I don't even know if it's called cosplay, I just light myself up that I, I put lights on my suspenders lights on my bow tie, and lights on my goggles. Is that cosplay, or is that just, hey, having a good time, making your own character?
1: Well, you know what? I think you're cosplaying as Keith Dan, the DJ. <laughs> I think you... Well, think about it. You... you it, your normal. Think about it, you. It's a differentiation from your normal attire. When you are Keith Dan, the DJ, the, the 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 host, you know, you wear the lights, you wear the suspenders, you wear the different outfit. You become uh even if it's still you, you become a, a different version of yourself. So yeah, I think I think that is cosplay. I would call it cosplay. Okay. Don't. don't don't listen to what haters might have to say.
0: No. <laughs> like, I, uh, well, no, oh, I did get compliments on, on the Cosprom when I I put that together, and I had you I know your batteries were
1: dope.
0: Yeah, I, I I did those myself. Hey, I made my own costume. So, all right, let's uh let's hit it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is coming up in, as the Joker, and since that's your your signature cosplay, what do you think?
1: Oh. I am excited okay. for Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Okay. Every Joker from Cesar Romero all the way up to um, Joaquin Phoenix, they have always brought something new to the table. They've always brought a different aspect of this character, and I believe this character is 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 <laughs> that's a fair portrayal a fair portrayal of him because it seems to me that he's always going to ever evolve, ever change even in the comics. And so um, I don't personally believe that there is a quote unquote best Joker considering that everybody has brought something from to the table. You had Cesar Romero, the 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 classic, classic hyperactive uh corny puns joker Mm. then you had jack nicholson who brought that debonair that class Mm. that 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 gangster feel of it and then and then you got heath ledger who who was the anarchist um he was a man without a plan he was a dog chasing cars uh jared leto a lot of people will will criticize him i think if they had allowed him to have his own time his own movie he could have been great but he was a side character in the suicide squad but for what he brought to the table it was still good and it was it brought a, a dark sense i don't
0: think they, they uh, used him enough
1: no they didn't and and what they did use him for was more or less to to uh lift up harley quinn it taunting uh,
0: taunting movie. her pretty much <sighs>
1: Right. It gave her her character push and her character development. But I think if they did a standalone with Jared Leto using that version of the Joker, we could have something. And then we're la- we land here with Joaquin Phoenix, and everybody was holding their breath. And when they debuted the makeup, there were only a few people who really saw what it was. They see this makeup and they're like, well, that's not the Joker. Well, wrong. You're wrong. That is. The, the, the episode of Batman in the in the Adam West series, the uh, episode that the Joker debuted on, I think it was called The Man Who Laughs. Right. And with, before Caesar Romero had that, that trademark face paint that he wore, he was wearing a mask that looked like it had that same face paint that Joaquin Phoenix is wearing. It's an homage, and I respect the ever-living crud out of it. And then the trailer... People complain about the trailer, but what they're not seeing, they want to see the choker. But what the trailer is showing is what you need to see before you see the monster. You need to see the man. Instead of falling into a vat of acid, Joaquin Phoenix's character falls into the most toxic substance known to man. And that is everyday society.
0: society. <laughs> oh. See, and you love this character. I can hear it I in do. your voice.
1: I do. I, I have a passion for the Joker's character. He was my first um, real full cosplay that I actually put some effort in. It wasn't just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I spent a lot of time thinking about what I was going to do. I'm what's called a closet cosplayer, which is I just grab stuff out of my closet, throw it together, bing, bang, boom, voila. I don't have, I don't have the money for um, Amazon bought cosplay. And I don't have the necessary skills in sewing and stitching and crafting to, to make my own uh, that way. So I just run with what I've got. And I've, been actually pretty successful with it and the joker has just been my my one standout that everybody knows about that everybody knows me for i definitely um,
0: like your joker you have your clothes are ripped and tattered and it's the makeup and the attitude that makes your character just come right through just shines
1: I bring the energy that's why I couldn't do his character last year because he was so energetic and this year now that that now that, you know I can walk around and move around and run and all that kind of stuff I'm coming back to Heroes and Angels and I'm bringing the Joker with me and we're going to have a fun time we are going to have a blast I love bringing out that character when I did the photo shoot earlier this year I had so much fun uh, we had kids coming up, looking at all of us, talking with all the heroes and stuff like that. And these little kids that come up, they're like, "You suck, Joker."
0: Where did you do and the I photo just, shoot? I, I'm I'm looking. Uh, it's out out in the park somewhere.
1: We did it at. Uh, We did it at one of the parks in Benton. It was it was very cold weather, and I was shivering, and everybody was shivering. But we just the photo shoot. We had so much fun, and the pictures came out so great. And it was my first time feeling like a professional cosplayer. Like it was just so good.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at the photo uh, of all of you, and I'm I'm seeing Drew Partnum is uh, Connor. Is he Superboy? (laughs)
1: Oh yeah. And we, we redid uh we redid uh the, the, the famous scene in Injustice where Superman puts his uh puts his fist through Joker's heart, just rips out his heart and just finally does him in after Joker um just tricks Superman and and caused the destruction of, of Metropolis and, and ultimately also killing Lois Lane.
0: Now who was your red hood? Was that C K Helms?
1: No, that was um uh, oh man no no actually no he does really good too no but that was, now,
0: was uh, i've been listening to the good stuff podcast with ck and and, and friends CK. i think he's added a few more people on the on no, his that was episode. uh that was uh jason
1: uh jason summit
0: jason summit
1: yeah. he's our red hood
0: man that's great see i appreciate your cosplay so much and then you yeah you say you're not yeah you're not a store-bought joker you are a realization of your own joker you make your own
1: Ah, uh, yeah no uh i i the design i kind of threw together like based off inspirations from from almost every joker i that my attitude i bring more Cesar romero to it but then my style is like kind of um kind of got a little bit of uh jack nicholson in it a little bit of uh Jared Leto, some Heath Ledger in it. I threw it all together, and I created my own thing, my own entity. I uh, threw on some white contacts because you never see the Joker having like um, weird eyes. And I was like, you know what would make this creepy? <laughs> if I if I put in some white contacts. Please give me a little people, orphan Annie vibe. <laughs> oh, everybody. If people people don't like making eye contact with no. me when I'm the Joker because I, I have those white eyes, and I'll just look at them.
0: No, I'm seeing Kyle squeaky. Was he Constantine?
1: John Constantine. That's
0: what he's doing? Wow. (laughs) I mean, yeah, he he pulled out all the stops. uh, It's something that's unexpected. I mean, you see see the usual gang, but then, yeah, those two definitely stand out, the Constantine and the Joker. Mm -hmm. But but I, I do appreciate all the cosplay. Looking forward to seeing you on April 27th down at Sherwood in at <laughs> the Heroes and Angels fun. Comic-Con. Anything it's else you want to tell so the people? Fun.
1: Actually, you know what? I do. Please. I do. For any of you guys who are listening, whether you're a current cosplayer or you are just now getting into it, take it from somebody like me who had to pretty much build his empire from the ground up. Uh, Mokake cosplay didn't happen overnight. Mokake cosplay was a work of passion, dedication, and love. And most importantly, it could not be possible without having people in my life who have um, inspired, both inspired me and encouraged me. And so let me part this wisdom onto you do not give up if you are passionate about it if you love it whether you can't sew whether you can't buy something don't let that do not let that derail your dreams use that as as fuel for your fire allow that to ignite your passions in a positive way and you will create something that you love and something that you think you look good in no matter what anybody says because they will always be haters but they are haters for a reason because they can't see what you see if you see if your vision is you dressed up looking the best that you've ever looked then do it go for it live it cosplay is for everyone whether you are black white gay straight tall short fat thin blue yellow it doesn't matter cosplay is for everyone so if you're a 250 pound guy like me and you want to dress up a sailor moon bro do it if you're if you're if you're 100 pounds soaking wet and you want to be the incredible hulk then what is stopping you i'll tell you what's stopping you only you you can do it Excellent. Push through the barrier and be the best you you can be. Cosplay is for everyone.
0: I know I follow your Mokagi cosplay page on Facebook, and you're always putting out inspirational messages and you know trying to lift people up. Always, always. Uh, where did Mokage come from? M O K A G E cosplay.
1: It started off as a joke. Um, when uh, me and my friends we would hang out at the skate park and stuff like that, and I would always cruise around uh wearing like anime shirts and more importantly i'd wear naruto shirts Mm. uh, because i'm a huge naruto fan i love 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 that show and everybody would mess with me where's naruto uh, uh, Naruto is from the show naruto
0: okay okay so continue sorry (laughs)
1: his his dream his goal his ultimate determination was he wanted to become the hokage which was the leader of his village, um, Kage in Japanese means shadow, and for his village that was the Hokage. Then you got the village hidden in the sand. There's the uh, which is the um, Kaze Kage, the Mizu Kage, the Rai Kage, the Suchi Kage, and they are the leaders of their village. They are the respective leaders. They are the best. They are the strongest. They're the mo- they're the smartest. They are the guy that runs the place and everybody would mess with me because I was such a huge Naruto fan and living in Morlton um they said they said Nathan you're the Mokage nah. and like I was like I was like that's funny that's funny and I I had long since forgotten about it but whenever I wanted to create my cosplay page I went through I think six or seven different name changes and I can't tell you which what they were because they were just awful. And I got, I, I got to thinking about it and I was like, no. And so I, I, I approached some friends about, it. I was like, what do you think about this? And they're like, that's funny. And I was like, is it not? Cause I told them the same story I just told you. Yeah. And they're like, you should run with that as your cosplay name. And I'm like, let's go. And so I created Mokage cosplay and it started off with just a couple of pictures of me and J- as Joker. And since then, I've added on to my repertoire. Everything from Pokemon cosplay to Star Wars to Harry Potter. Um, there's going to be a picture in there somewhere of me dressed up as uh, the Japanese wrestler Tiger Mask. Um, it's just, yes, <laughs> Like, it's become something that I'm really proud of. I'm hugely proud of Mokake Cosplay. Like, I only have, um, oh, the page only has, like, maybe 300 likes, I believe. Uh, But all 300 of those people, 269 likes, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, 280 follows. All 269 people who like my page and all 280 people that follow my page, those are, those are my fans. If I, if, if I never get to the 500 mark, if I never get to the 1,000 mark, I don't even care. I don't.
0: Well, we'll see. we'll see what we can do.
1: <laughs> those, those people right there, that's my fan base. Those are the people that I love. And if I get more, I'll love, just, I'll love them just as much. Oh. It doesn't matter. I do this. I do this for me. It is my escape. It is my passion. It is my hobby. It is my love.
0: Well, and, I'm looking at all the photos on Mokagi Cosplayer, not just of you, they're of, of other cosplayers. You are lifting other people up, and that's a wonderful oh, absolutely.
1: thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm all about the artists of Arkansas and, and they need to be represented. If they don't represent themselves on their page, that's fine. I'll do it for you. I will I, I, I will will shout to the world of of their greatness and put them in front of me if I have to.
0: Well, Nathan Mobley, this has been enlightening. I had no idea. I was going to learn so much about wrestling, WrestleMania 35, for that matter, uh, legendary and Mokagi cosplay. Definitely going to send people to that page. I'll post this up and and put a picture of you with uh, the Mokagi cosplay and the the Facebook page superimposed on there. Thank you so oh, much, bless. Nathan bless. Mobley, for this. I get uh, thank you letting letting me put you on the What Makes You Famous podcast and learning more about Nathan Mobley. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Heroes and Angels in on a, April 27th down in Sherwood Forest. Nathan Mobley.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you. Thank you, sir. Party people. That was Nathan Mobley, cosplayer, WrestleMania fan, all-around cool dude. I'm so glad he came on the program. What makes you famous? If you want to be a part of the program, tell your story. Give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email info at RadioWhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous? This is Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.
1: Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. DVDs are the same diameter and thickness as a CD, but a DVD can store 13 times or more data. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, Radio
0: This is Keys Dan. And this is Shelly G. And you're listening to RadioWhat.com.